And we're back with the Jefferson group. We'll let D Caruso uh, pull up some of his notes on these guys and uh, we'll make it work. We'll make it happen. Um, so for this group, um, Kevin, kind of you got the first, the first team is uh, Culver city who um, was the runner up last year in the uh, PNT or the NTT to uh, Ann Arbor. They did lose Patrick Lamy. That's that's a tough loss for them. And Jose Jefferson. Um, both. I mean, this name group's named after Jefferson, but it could be named after Lamy too. I mean, Lamy was their scorer, but I think Jefferson was their best player just with his defense and his passing. And um, yeah, I mean, just efficient shooting all around. He was just their go-to guy. Uh, they so they lost that thirty-one fifty-seven class, and they bring in the eighty-two seventy-nine class. Not horrible, um, but you know it's a lot to a lot to figure out. Um, they didn't bring in much scoring, so they're going to have to get a little bumps from Matthew Harris and Jalen Clark. I think uh, you look at these guys. Um, you got Miles Pritchett, um, Ivan Coletta, and then. Maurice Desai. Uh, Pritchett could definitely play um, that small forward position, I think. Um, maybe, but maybe Meadows jumps in. He shot really efficiently, 61.6% okay. true shooting. Didn't shoot many threes, but he's a solid player. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on this team? Uh, well, obviously, yeah, congrats to them for making it to the finals last year. And also congrats to them for having probably the best name in the league. Yeah. City Butterburgers love it. Um, yeah, losing Jefferson and Lamy's tough. It's funny. I feel like Maurice Desai almost looks like a carbon copy of Jose Jefferson in yeah. terms of his ability to pass the ball. And he's going to have a little bit more size. So I would imagine he probably uh, starts right away. A freshman point guard that could be interesting leading this team. But um, Jalen Clark is an absolute stud, like four-plus blocks a game at seven feet. Like, you're always going to have a chance to win with him in there, but I do think uh, they're going to struggle to score. But yeah. if you look at the team's defense last year, I mean, unbelievable. 37% field goal uh, percentage allowed, only allowed 60 points a game. So I think their defense is going to be just as strong. Obviously, you lose on the wing. It, it might be better because, yeah, Pritchett's really solid. Um, and uh, I, I do like your point on Meadows. If they need some scoring, they can probably throw him in the starting lineup too. So this is going to be a tough team to beat. I mean, uh, maybe not, may not be as flashy as last year with Lamy and Jefferson, but it's still a really solid group, and they're going to be hard to play against. Yeah, I feel like Meadows is the guy. The more and more I look, he's a junior, mm -hmm. uh, kind of sat behind Lamy for three seasons. Let's see if he ever. I mean, yeah, breakout season incoming. Like he's yeah, he played one game at Power Four, and then he's like, but like the guy just you know forty five percent his freshman year less than he was forty eight percent. And then last year is sixty percent. I mean, I I expect him to kind of fit into that role. He seems like he already fit in there pretty well. So um, it's just a matter of the extra playing time. Can he handle it? Because sometimes mm -hmm. you know guys on the bench they can shoot at a you know a pretty high rate, high clip, and then they you know, put him in the starting lineup and it just doesn't work. So that's going to yeah. be the big the big question. But I do like that Maurice Desai. I feel like he fits in perfect, just like you said. Yeah. Um, defender, yep. passer. And we didn't really. Talk about Harris. Uh, Harris looks like a really solid all-around player. Obviously, he struggles to shoot 
and he's probably going to be asked to score a little bit more this year. So mm-hmm. that could be an interesting, if he can get back to maybe, if you look at his previous season, if he was at 56%, um, he'll, he'll be an important piece. If he, you know, is able to shoulder an extra load, uh, they might not miss a beat. For sure. For sure. For sure. And then, uh, yeah. So let's, uh, let's go on to the next team. We got Yakima, the Striders. Um, so that's actually, uh, that's actually his son. So, um, Yakima around <laughs> the 166, 120 class, replacing the 33, 47 class. Um, but none of those guys were starting. They had two on the NA, one as a backup point guard. Um, so, you know, this is a, this was a fringe. They were, I think one of the last team, I think the last team in actually, um, and they bring in this Dia, Deontay Martinez, this guy's a beast. So I'm not sure. I th- I mean, do you bench Axel Green? I mean, you, you got to play Deontay. Deontay. Uh, is it Deontay or Deontay? Uh, yeah, I think. I said Deontay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Martin. You got to play him. I mean, this guy's this guy's yeah. an absolute stud. Um, but who do you bench? Um, that's. I mean, that's the question. I I think Axel Green could move up. Maybe Parent goes to the bench, but Parent's really mm-hmm. solid too. Uh, yeah. He's just got a lot of riches there, and he's going to have to figure out what's best for him. Yeah, this is one of the weirdest cases of, like, recruiting rankings not meaning a thing. <laughs> like, yeah. he loses, like you said, the 33-47 and not one guy. I mean, no disrespect to the guys. White was a good player, actually, off the bench, but, you know, they lose one player, and then you bring in – a so-so according to the mags but martinez is an absolute animal like you do not find guys yeah. with five plus blocks um the other two yeah they might you know might not stand out i, Thomas, I mean they might be on you know yeah no they're probably gonna have to be maybe so maybe anthony Martin, anthony thomas maybe but he might sneak in yeah so the, the hardest thing for this coach is going to be like you know what do you do like what's your lineup going to be because you have a lot of guys who can play Obviously, I think Efren Johnson is going to stay in the starting lineup. This guy's an absolute stud. Um, yeah. I would say Williams keeps the point guard position, but I think figuring out that front court is going to be um, it's going to be a challenge just to you know find the right balance. But this yeah. team's solid for sure. Be a game score. Parent's the worst player, but you know Parent doesn't really fit in at that uh, power forward spot. He he he's playing a six six guy there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think Axel Green and then Martinez fits in there. Uh, you know, if you like him, I mean, he's not going to be the best passer, but you could play Perrin at point guard. And, you know, yeah, I was I was thinking that, too, maybe move him to the bench and he can be like the, the spark plug off the bench because it looks like their bench did lose a good amount of production from White in terms of like he was yeah. like the main offensive threat. Um, so they're going to have a little bit more scoring off the bench if you go that route. Maybe you could go more or less with Williams and Parent and let Parent kind of come in there and, like, um, mm-hmm. then you could at least maybe 10 minutes of the game have a lineup where it's like, oh, you got to guard you got to guard all all five of us, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. couple options. But Williams looks like he's an incredible defender. But Parent's probably not that bad either, just not as good of a passer and Mm -hmm. able to initiate the offense quite as well uh so he's got some options i mean it's good it's good bringing in a guy like uh deontay 
uh, <laughs> Martinez. That guy, that's that guy's gonna be fun. Five point six blocks. <laughs> oh my that's goodness. unbelievable. Oh, cool. Well, that's that's that that's a great. That's a. I mean, yeah, that's a great team. Uh, but look at their uh, their conference. They got Rockford, Yonkers, Knoxville. Those are all pretty tough teams. I think Rockford lost a few players, but still, um, you got next. You got Manassas, or I guess Duluth would have been next. Um, Duluth brought in the 81 Ford class, replacing the 166, 181 class. And like, you can just tell looking at these ratings. I mean, this guy, he goes for those big ties and you know what? He's won way yeah. too many, <laughs> <laughs> but when you go slump before it, he, he yeah. lost a few, few classes in a row where he didn't get, you know, Ryan Cleaver is actually a decent player. And so is Brett Phillips. So he's actually got some guys that can, yeah that can play like Ryan Cleaver's part of a 153-97 class. Brett Phillips is part of the 93-128 class. So, but he's a solid player. Um, they did lose Johnson and Perry. That's not going to matter. Uh, Abbott's the real deal. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. You know, he slides right into that center role. Cleaver can move up to uh, power forward. Uh, Brett Phillips can probably stay at small forward. And, you know, they – they're going to make some noise, I think. I agree. They're going to have probably the, one of the best starting front courts in the country. I'd imagine with Cleaver and, and Abbott there. I mean, that's just like, come on. And then, and then Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. Three, that's the three through five is probably one of the best in the country. And then you got a guy like Arthur with size at the point guard position, you know, yeah. 7.4 assists per 30 last year. Doesn't do much in terms of defense or scoring, but like he's the perfect kind of guy for this team where he just like defers to his teammates and yeah. gets them involved. Uh, they're going to have an opening, I would say, at shooting guard. Um, might not matter. <laughs> they can pretty yeah. much put anyone there. And the, the looking at the bench, the per 30 uh, stats from the bench last year, it's pretty gross. Yeah. So this is going to be a team that really relies on their starters, but. Puckett's not too bad either team. off the bench. Maybe they put Puckett and Arthur and have like a double point guard type thing going yeah, up. Maybe. Look yeah, at that. Two yeah, steals for Puckett. That he could be a pretty good defender. Um mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to putting Phillips if you could fill in another guy at um small forward. I wouldn't be opposed to putting him at shooting guard either. Um mm -hmm. but you gotta find somebody. Maybe it's maybe it's uh ransom. I don't know. Um <laughs> I don't think it matters for the coach. I don't think he cares. He's got Cleaver and Abbott and Phillips. I mean, that's going to be a fun group to yeah. watch. Yeah, the idea is get to those three and let them go. But yep. it, maybe the maybe the plan is play zone against these guys because uh, they got some firepower. <laughs> yep. Um. Cool. And then the last team is Manassas. Uh, Manassas. <laughs> we're on the thirty six thirty four class. What'd you say? Waylon, he he was a yeah. former um, conference foe in Test League, and then he went. He left the conference. He's the guy that always posts on the <laughs> recruiting. Okay. Got to get better. Yeah, I don't. You know, I'm in Test League, but I don't pay very close attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, they brought the 34, 36 class, replacing the one eleven, one fourteen, one forty one class. Um, they did lose two senior starters though out of that class which is interesting. I don't know how good they were. Um, they do have some talents like, yeah, I mean, it, you look at this, you look at 
It's it's kind of an interesting team. They scored 80.4 points a game. Um, they brought in guards, though. So that fills their need. Austin Lard, solid player. Peter Newton, Michael Hall. All three are like in the 16 to 17 game score, shooting pretty well. Uh, Michael Hall, 59% true shooting. That's great. Um, they all shoot a lot of threes. I mean, that's always... That's always nice as long as they're efficient, which they're shooting pretty good numbers. Um, they can all pass a little bit. I mean, a couple combo combo guard uh, options for them to put into their starting lineup. But um, even with these guys, though, which which definitely help, I think they're looking up at some of the other teams in this group. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, you talk about preseason rankings. Uh, Duluth was, I think, 160. <laughs> and these guys are... 27 like no disrespect but it doesn't seem to really correlate now it's it's interesting they ended last year at 148 so they got they got boosted by 120 spots and i i don't i'm kind of, i'm trying to figure out where that is coming from like i like the freshman class it's really solid but like in terms of returning production they don't have any like you know superstars or anything yeah. like that so it's a curious uh ranking he could yeah. make it work. I mean, they do have a lot of talent. You look at they have talent, guys, yeah. and their per 30 game scores are all in the double digits. So I just, it's just kind of confusing to me as to why they're ranked so high. But maybe I mean, you look at this, tall. it's like, well, you, you shouldn't be playing your seniors, uh, mm -hmm. which I don't know if they were um, or not, but minimal you, minutes. So Hutton. They weren't playing their seniors. They they have one on the bench or two on the bench, three on the bench. Okay, they kind of messed with some of the lineups, but you shouldn't play mm -hmm. play those guys. But the you know Hutton's one of your taller guys. That's okay. Theodore Davis, you I mean look at this like Drew Blass. He was plus one point one. Uh, let's do it per thirty. He was plus two point nine, plus four point one for Thad Gibson. When those guys played, they they were winning. They're winning ball games. Van Stortz is probably one of their more talented players who can rebound, pass, defend. Um, he's going to have to figure something out. You know, this playing everyone 20 minutes and, like, mm -hmm. it, it isn't really working for him, I don't think. Or at least that's well, my it's interesting. Yeah, I know. It looks like he made a lineup change last year where yeah, uh, a lot of he was using uh, Andrew Horton. And the guy was just an absolute black hole when he was on the court. Yeah, look at uh, that. Minus 12, and, you know, he turned it over a lot, didn't shoot well. So he's probably going to be riding the pine. Yeah. I, I do think the defense is going to be an issue. You look at their defensive numbers last year, they're pretty pretty bad, allowing 57% true shooting. And I don't think it's going to get much better in terms of, you know, they didn't really sure up their front court. Uh, I mean, it's still a solid front court, but not, you know, no elite rim protectors. Uh, maybe Hall and Newton yeah. could be some guys who could be better defenders on the wing or at the guard position. Um, but yeah, it's just an interesting team. It's going to be interesting to see how he um, you know, puts everything together. They, but I, I do think, yeah, like you said, they're looking up at the rest of these guys, the rest of the teams in this region. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So um, looking at this group as a whole, uh, looking at this group as a whole, you got Culver City and Yakima, Duluth. I mean, I think all three of those teams could make it. I think Culver City is going to have a hard time adjusting with um, the new freshman. 
They still got talent, you know, so I could see him. Yakima looks like the best team, though, I think. And then Duluth probably has the most firepower. So um, I think it very well could come down to the that game, which is the first game. This region's interesting because all those three teams, they all have elite centers. You got yeah. Jalen Clark for Culver City coming back. You got DeAndre Martinez, the guy that's averaging a thousand blocks in high school per game. So he's going to mm-hmm. come in and start for Yakima. And then obviously Abbott, like that's got to be the best uh, collection of centers out of any of these regions. Yeah. Um, it's just going to bag. And maybe it comes down to point guard play. Like, who's going to be the best point guard out of these teams uh, to lead the team um, out of the group. But I, I think I agree. I think all three teams, no disrespect to Waylon and Manassas, but I think those top three teams all could, make noise in the PM I wonder if, and make a I, run. I wonder if Abbott Abbott and Martinez should be primed to slow down uh Abbott or try. <laughs> you know, I think the guy's yeah. stuck. <laughs> so he's gonna be tough to slow down. But if anyone can, it's like it's those two. Those two are those two known exactly for their yeah, defense. So yeah, I mean matchups. yeah. Ann Arbor famously moved Frick to small forward for that uh that championship game not only to shut down Laney but to stay away from uh mm-hmm. stay away from uh Jalen so uh yeah yeah maybe, that's... maybe Porter maybe Porter uh, puts him in a different position then maybe yeah we'll see you know Porter's small Porter's known he's known for his good coaching shop so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we'll see cool well that wraps it up for that group Hopefully you guys enjoyed it and uh, we'll talk to you later.